Now we return you to the test card and some music. Pilot Take 80, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Jeffords. And that guy's Rob Jelly. You may know him as Rob Jelly the third. A very different alias it is. <laughs> Not easily uh, identifiable. No. Because some people just go, hey Rob Jelly, and like, who, the, hell's, the, who, the, hell, who the hell's Rob Jelly? You don't even turn around, do you? Nope. You're just silent, isn't it? Rob Jelly the second? Silence. Nothing. Rob, Rob Jelly the third. Like, Hello. Yeah. Hello for the first time. Um, <laughs> how are you today? Yeah, I'm really good. I am. Um, I'm going to apologise now at this point at the start of the, this episode of the podcast because right. I have just come from uh, doing my radio show, as I do. Mm-hmm. But also after the show and just before we met up this afternoon, I have just done. Well, unquestionably, the biggest interview I've ever done in my entire life. Hang on, I wasn't on your show. Mate, you've been topped. Okay. I'm afraid to say you've Someone been topped by even a more knight. Excited. By a knight of the realm. Knight. You, you, it was a knight? It, yeah, he is a knight. Michael Knight from, from Knight Rider? No, not that Michael Someone knight. bigger than that? Not, yeah, bigger than Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Many of us know who it is. I know you do. Yeah. Sir Cliff Richard. Sir just spent, Cliff Richard. I mean, of his 60-year entertainment career, he's just given me 15 minutes of time, just me and him, you know, shooting the breeze. Mental. Un... I still honestly still not entirely sure what's just happened. So, so it's the most surreal thing ever. So literally, you're talking to me. Yeah, he was my warm up act. So, <laughs> so Cliff Richard was the warm up act to this week's episode of the podcast. Everybody. And what was he like then? What was he like? Such a gentleman. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I think I had so many preconceptions of what he might be like mm-hmm. that I, 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 I just painted this plethora of images in my head, and I, I. I did, what do you talk, what do you ask someone that big? Like that was honest, that's honestly the How question. How much is a pint of milk? No, because do you know what we started. So we had a, we started off, and um, I, I know we'd been doing interviews most of the afternoon. I thought it was a lot of the day, so mm-hmm. I I said like you know how's the day been? Have you been? I know you've been doing quite a lot of these. So if you had, if you had a break, if you had a drink and things like that, you know, making sure he was comfortable because yeah, yeah. I'm the last one of the day. You know, he's going to home after this. Why did I leave you till last? That was just the booking we got. We, we couldn't do anything live, so they were only, right, they're right. all pre-recorded. So it would go okay. out on my show in the next week or so. Right. Um, and so obviously it was on air till four, so I couldn't have anything before quarter past four, really. Yeah, yeah. And basically the only one we left was the quarter to five slot. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, last one it is. That's fine. No, you know, we'll, we'll work with it. And I said, oh, you know, have you had, you had something to eat? He said, oh, yeah, well, we, um, I had some lunch before we got started. I had some soup and toast. Soup and I toast? I mean, Sir Cliff Richard has soup and toast. There's a lot to unpack there. Well... This is the, so so right okay so what? I have spent an hour That's fifteen minutes alone I have spent an hour in the car since that interview getting here to see you tonight yeah. right yeah 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 what I didn't ask was what soup hang on toast <laughs> I'd have had bread my brain honestly was like it was like a merry-go-round a Ferris wheel a roller coaster all all at once for fifteen minutes that and would be the fifteen minutes gone on on well, just that question like I, I, details on what you do do you rip it into soldiers like, do you dip more, it into more the, to the point why toast and not bread interesting like, I'll be because the bread you, would soak up the soup better yeah, now I had soup only last night right okay so right. you're an expert at this right I had malagatoni okay yeah mm-hmm. don't even know what that is that's all vegetables right pretty much yep and I had uh, some cr- uh, like a crusty baguette 
cut up into slices with a bit of butter on it doing it right yeah you know doing it right so that when it breaks up into the into the soup as well you get bread crap yeah it's lovely lovely. so and I personally it's a bread thing in in soup because it soaks up nicely has to be yeah Yeah. so I'm a bit confused as to why he's had like essentially hot bread Mm because that's what toast is yeah in in not only that, if you're dipping toast into, so, into you're, you're left with a I'm layer of I'm trying now to book a crumbs. second interview with Sir Cliff to find out why the toast and not bread. Because I totally... I, I, got so, it's I got so distracted by the whole fact I was talking to Sir Cliff Richard, I forgot to ask him the obvious question of, why not bread? Well, but like the, question, the question is, right, toast is a, very much a breakfast thing. Soup is not a breakfast thing. Soup is a well, lunch thing. Yeah, it, right. So breakfast, toast. Right. Soup, dinner. Mm-hmm. Had them for lunch. I think he might be onto something. This is why Clifford has been around for as long as he's been around. He's he's ahead of the curve. I don't know. He's ahead of the curve. It's too Jed. wild for me. <laughs> it's too wild. You hear about these rock stars and their sleep, sleep and toast demands. That, that's that's going to get in the news of the world. Sleep and toast. But no, he was. I mean, he was genuinely such a nice guy to talk yeah. to. I, we we chatted about music, and I, I I started almost by asking him. I said, "Do you realise that you're Sir Cliff Richard? <laughs> like, do you realise what that?" sort of name just denotes you know like all this imagery and things like you know no one in this world knows who you are and he said well it's funny that because he was in america and he went to buy some yogurt yeah. and apparently there was an indian chap serving him in the, in the uh, right not a clue who he was not a clue wow okay right? now this is a story from the 80s yeah. but still he's quite big by this point isn't yep. he and he says to me he goes he's, a, he's trying to buy this yogurt and he goes excuse me you look like a film star and by the way, by the way, Cliff Richard does an excellent Indian accent, which you'll be able to hear on the interview when he goes out on my show. He was born in India, though, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you, you know, you think, oh, he's seventy-eight years of age now. <laughs> like he did come here when he was like eight. It's seventy years since, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and he lives in Barbados now. Wowzers. Um, yeah. So he was telling me, he goes, "You look like a film star," and he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. A film. I sing a little bit, and you know, really, again, like just he playing it down." Though. Well, exactly. Hmm. He has had films, right? And he goes, it's okay, don't worry, your film career will take off eventually. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this guy has no idea. So somehow, even some people on this planet still don't know who Cliff is. That's crazy. It's nuts, isn't it? But no, genuinely, what an absolute treat this afternoon I've had. Uh, I've had a wicked show as well today. Did, did you ask excellent. him about the young ones? Because, no, I didn't, because my brain was going... The same thing was just, your brain was soup. The second it was mentioned, toast and soup, a whole interview went out the window, you know? I, but I mean, I mentioned to him because uh, he used to play in a band at Butlins in Clacton yeah. just before Move It was a big hit in the in the late 50s. So we got chatting about that a bit and then, yeah, went off on all sorts of tangents. But mm-hmm. no, real real genuine treat, a proper, I will savour that. I mean, he won't remember who I am by the time he wakes up tomorrow. You never but, know, he might do. Well, I'd hope so. I'd hope yeah. so. But um, yeah, real treat. So... I'm going to apologise now if my brain's a bit fried. That's all right. A bit rollercoaster. Go home so. and have some soup and some toast. Yeah. I'm actually going to try that this I'm, weekend. I think so. It's got to be done. Pam a weekend around he could. It. He could have been... He could be onto something. Uh, you need to find out what soup it is. Can you give him a call back? I'll, I'll give him a buzz. Yeah, just just find out what soup it is. I'll, text, it, I'll text him now. Hang it's on. probably tomato, right? I think he's a classic man, yeah, yeah. for sure. He's quite old, so his phone number's probably in like three digits long because he was out <laughs> right at the start when they were giving them out. London 111. Yeah. Uh, how about you? You good? Yeah, good. When, when did we record last? I'm trying to figure out um, what I've done since. Last week at some point, so... Not... Had, had I gone to the film festival and, and won that award, yeah. You picked up the award for Rob, didn't yeah, you, yeah, for yeah. Assault, as director? Yeah, yeah you've done so that. So we must have done it on the weekend then. 
We must have recorded on the weekend. We were, I don't know. I lose track of the days, mate. They, they blur together. Yeah. But that's the beauty of this. Is, yeah. You know, we can meet up whenever we like. And, and that's, I guess actually that's also quite a nice point to the to the fact that what we do is we're watching television that's pretty much on demand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so little of what we've watched in the past probably six months mm-hmm. for the podcast is actually appointment television. Yeah. So little of it. And we said right at the, near the start of the, the whole podcast that good television is television that makes you wait a week for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's not a lot of that left. Mm-hmm. However, the new uh, David Attenborough thing, Dynasties, is excellent. It's on Netflix? No, it's BBC. Oh, okay, because he signed up to a new yeah, Netflix show. and there's right? a Netflix one with him as well, which is very exciting. That's good. That's doing the amount of money they're throwing at things right now, that is going to be yeah, out yeah. of this world. Um, oh, uh, yesterday, just one of the... The things I did this week, I was on a another podcast called the Wulong Talks, and it was uh, a Stan Lee special because Stan Lee died yeah. during the week. Um, so it was like two hours of like me and uh, some friends talking about Stan Lee and uh, his comics and his legacy and how he's affected what we do, etc. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, it was genuinely one of those bits of news that comes round, and I know we've lost quite a lot of people in the last few years. You know, yeah. that have been iconic in their in their film in, in their industry. Sorry, but. I mean, he has quite literally got his finger in like everyone's pocket in some way, in because like the whole yeah. world evolves around the characters he's been a part of creating. I think he's classed as the biggest grossing film star because he's been in all he's the, in everything, isn't he? All the Marvel movies. So therefore, well, it's weird because I'm watching Stanley's Lucky Man at the moment. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about Is halfway, it any good? Yeah, really good. Okay, I, it's I'm about halfway through season one, so we'll stick it on the list. Ah, okay, yeah, we'll cool. put it on the list and do that in the nice. future. Besides that, film stuff. Salt's still out there. If anyone wants wants to watch Salt, uh, get a lot of traction. Some important meetings happening around it. So, uh, fingers crossed, we get to make that into a feature, and etc. 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 We're still okay to kill me off in it. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you're the Salt Demon. Yeah. It turns out that yeah, the Salt Demon's from BBC Essex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen. Let's crack on with the podcast. Uh, we've got two shows to review this week. Uh, two comedies. Oh, can uh, I just say big... that there was a UFO spotted in Ireland? What? Yeah, yeah. This was on the BBC this as is, well. This is your what the podcast is about. <laughs> your employers are putting out information about UFOs. And just, just, just quickly, because um, so the Irish Aviation Authority is investigating reports of bright lights and UFOs off the southwest coast of Ireland. And this isn't just like normal people that seen it. This is like airline pilots. So a pilot from like Virgin had. Uh, said that he saw something and, it, and it's faster than anything he's ever seen. Yeah, but Someone we make out BA. like UFO is an alien, right? Well, the actual phrase is unidentified yep. flying object. Yep. Anything that basically you can't identify yeah, that but, flies. But this was going at, apparently at Mach 2, which is twice the speed of sound. We don't have the the technology to do that. Of course we do. You We're just not allowed to be told about it yet. Well, you'd think an, an, an airline pilot would know about it. So yeah, so that's been investigated, but I'm sure we'll never hear it. What actually happened? Now that'll be confined uh, to the archives, won't it? That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just thought I'd throw that out there. No, thanks <laughs> for that. Thank, thanks for. Oh no, eyes on the skies. Yeah. That's what I say. Eyes on the skies for tonight for sure. Right? Can we do the shows then? Let's, Let's do, do the shows. Because um, the one you suggested this week, I was very, very um, anxious about. I wasn't Am sure. I, first? I wasn't sure if it was going to be as much as as good as you said it it was I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You, you gave it a bit of hype last week at the mm-hmm. end of the episode so uh, yes you can go first this week okay so um this is a show like rob i was very very trepidatious about uh just because my style of comedy isn't i don't really like low brag comedy or at least i thought i didn't 
Um, then after watching the in-betweeners, I was just like, oh, maybe this is my kind of comedy. Because I, I, I shied away from that show for a long time. Watched it and was like, brilliant, brilliant. And I was like, okay, what else? And then uh, someone suggested Friday Night Dinner. And I was like, oh, God. So Friday Night Dinner. <laughs> Theme song's a bit of a bit of a banger. That's called <laughs> Animals, uh, which is like a remix of the uh, Mike's very Friday night. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Very Friday night theme, the dance music. Yeah, and it's a real like it's a real grower on you because like at first you think okay this is just kind of a generic like, little dance kind of yeah. song, but every time you you hear it in an episode you're just like wow this is great. And this series is really. That's something really interesting with the music because um, I mean I will concentrate on the first episode in just a second, but they use the same three songs throughout all like five seasons. Just, Don't really? Yeah, just the same songs again and again and again until you're just like, okay, we get it. You've got three songs. Yeah, but is that maybe not the sort of signature of the show in that it's yeah. quite repetitive? And I think what I, like what, it. What I picked up from this and, and it's a question as much of a, as a, is a statement. Yeah, but. Is this their normal Friday night mm. as a family? Yeah. Like, like do the boys always come over to mum and dad's yeah. so on I'll, a Friday night for the, like sort of family night? Yeah. So I'll give you the pre- the premise of the show is very, very simple. It's every Friday night, because they're a Jewish family, It's Friday's uh, dinner is important. So every Friday, they uh, the whole family's there at the table and they have to eat together. And no matter where the boys are, they've got their own houses, their own lives, so they have to come uh, to their parents' house on a Friday, which yeah. is like a North London house, very nice house, and uh, sit down and eat dinner with their family. And if they want to talk about their lives, to some embarrassment. And what <laughs> always happens during dinner is it always gets interrupted by their next-door neighbour, played by Mark Heap, the brilliant Mark so Heap. So happy to see Mark Heap back on my television he, screen. He's so good. and he, Massively underrated actor. He is. And uh, his, his character he, he plays here is absolutely creepy. As, Jim. Yeah, Jim, the next door neighbour. Hello, Jackie. He's so creepy. I mean, if if you are thinking, Mark Keep, I know the name, Greenwing. He's uh, Dr. Statham in Greenwing. Yeah. Um, and he plays the same kind of character, that kind of yeah. dopey, slightly absent... Um, Manic-eyed. Yeah. If you've ever watched Jam, the, the Chris Morris TV show... There's there's one sketch he does there where he plays um, a television repairman, where where he comes and the family. Yeah, I haven't even seen it, and I'm already laughing. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Well, they open, they open the door and, and and he's there, and he's like, "I've come to fix the TV," and they're like, "Yeah, it's just not working. It's, it's, I don't know why it's not working." And he gets to the TV and, and he looks at it and he's like, "I think I know what this is," and he and he looks at the running back. Yeah, it's full of lizards, and <laughs> <laughs> and like, what do you mean? And then he he turns to them and he's, and he's like. Mr. Lizard. And they're like, what? And he's like, Mr. Lizard. <laughs> and he's just such a weirdo. But he, <laughs> and this reminded me of this quite a lot. He because does he's absolutely, it so well. And he's got a dog, um, he's got a dog Wilson. called Wilson, who he's scared of. He's scared of his own dog. He loves Wilson, but he is definitely, Wilson wears the trousers in the house. Yeah. And he's scared of his own dog. And he has this, um, the whole kind of conceit is... Um, Jim is, is quite alone. He's like a lonely chap. He lives next yeah. door. He doesn't really have anyone. So he, he will always... And he quite likes... He likes Tams Jackie. And, Tams and Greg's character, yeah, Jackie. Jackie. And uh, so he's always trying to get himself invited in. So every time she opens the door, he's like, hello, Jackie. Um, oh, something smells nice. And just waiting for the invite to come in, and she never does. But he always seems to kind of sneak his way in and find his way in. She's always... she, she Although she doesn't sort of refuse him sort of to come in and such because yeah. she, she doesn't she's always she's all 
you can see the whole time she's torn between sort of saying, well, no, you can't. Because <laughs> yeah. she's, just, she's being too British and too polite about the whole thing. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, of course you can use the loo. Now, bear <laughs> in mind that this episode spans a time scale of what? Probably an hour and a half, maybe two. Yeah, but it's twenty about 20 minutes, isn't yeah, it? So, so yeah, so it's a 20, 20-ish minute episode and it probably sort of spans a time in one night of a couple of hours. Yeah. The boys arrive at the start of the episode. Um, Tom Rosenthal's character picks up Simon Bird's character. Um, they're the brothers. Yeah. I mean, the only slight criticism I got is they look nothing like each other. But that's like, in everything. You know, you never really get. I know, but I just feel like they neither of them even look remotely like either of the parents either. <laughs> And I, uh, I think just I know, like, I know there's a, an element of like it's not real, Rob. Get with it. Yeah. But to me, it stood out a little bit. Like I wanted at least one of them to look a bit like one of the parents. Maybe because that because at first I was just like, are they mates or something? Or they? Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. And they, they didn't strike. Whilst their relationship in the show is very brotherly. Yeah. And they're always digging each other out, and they lots play play each other pranks and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, there's one bit where, um, and I can't remember the, the characters' names now, but Simon's character, um, gets up. And goes to the, I think goes to the loo. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, Tom's character sat there. He puts salt in his own water. Shout out to salt. Right? Yeah, damn it. So when he comes back in, he goes, he makes a comment about the dinner looking really dry. He goes, thank goodness we've got water. And obviously re- double re- reverse psychology on his brother who yeah. goes, oh, Brit, very funny. You've tr- swapped the water. So he swaps the water around himself, yeah, yeah. having not had done that in the first place. And then he ends up drinking the salty water, yeah, which yeah. it's just a wonderful brotherly sort of prank to play on each other. And they do that in every episode. They they find a way to put salt in each other's drinks. It's brilliant. And uh, this this episode in particular, um, why I, I love it as a pilot episode, is it also features the brilliant character actor Matthew Holness, who you might know from Garth, Garth, Garth Marenghi's Dark, Dark Place. Place. And like he is so sorely underused in, in everything. You barely ever see him on TV, but he's such a good actor. And uh, here he is uh, as one of the, as a person that's bought their sofa bed. Sofa bed guy. Yeah, sofa Chris bed guy is his actual yeah. name. And he comes in and, and he's not playing. He's not. He's playing like a normal guy instead of like a kind of a like a weird horror kind of yeah like amplified version of himself. Um, yeah, and like it was just great to see him. And because uh, the episode's called Sofa Bed. Yeah. Uh, and the whole premise is, is another Friday night in the household. The boys have come over for dinner, um, and they've sold one of the sofa beds, which is for some strange reason, upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know that it's a, it's a sofa bed, so bedroom, but yeah. sofa beds tend to be like in the downstairs room of some sort, and it's like an extra... Sometimes a spare room, just... Yeah, know. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. So anyway, the sofa bed's been bought by someone, I guess online or yeah. using Exchange of Mart or something. Um, and so uh, the dad um, has arranged to pick it up, uh, to have... Chris, Mark, Matt Holness, to come round and pick it up on the on the fifth, mm-hmm. and so he turns up on the fifth, which is the Friday. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, right in the middle of dinner. Now, important to know at this point that Jim, the weird character from next door, has already been round twice to borrow the toilet, use the loo, right? Because his is broken. We don't find out why. But that's the hilarity of it. Is yeah, like yeah. that? Why? How has he broken the? To- don't ask questions. <laughs> don't ask. Uh, so twice now, Jim has knocked on the door to use the loo. Simon's character gets up on the third ring of the doorbell mm-hmm. and thinking it's Jim and just immediately just opens the door and just goes, come on in then. 
and it's not. It's this Chris, the sofa bed guy, who's come yeah. round. He's he, he genuinely he coming to pick the sofa bed up, but also needs a wee. Yeah. So he's gone. Oh, thanks very much, and he just walks straight in and goes straight in the downstairs loo, which is under the stairs. Yeah. There's a man in and the then, toilet, and he's like, and he goes back in the dining room, like, there's a man in the toilet. <laughs> And it's so simple. It's so incredibly simple, an yeah. idea. And the seed has been planted so early on. It's just, it's brilliant. Yeah. The writing in this is so, cl- and I'd never, ever expected it no, to be this smart. And like, it's it's cringy in all the right places as well, because you know, like, it's almost like a fast, like one of those yeah. French fast. It reminded me a little bit, a little bit of Faulty Towers, because there's all things happening and one yeah. thing connects to the other and... Uh, the fact that Matthew Holmes he gets some bad news that his dad dies and as he they give him a drink like it's full of salts and like and he's it's like what are you doing to me um, and then uh, you know because because the sofa bed's upstairs when they're bringing it down it's gonna, oh, like, stuck on the, stuck on the stuck on the banister and things and, and just rip up the wall and stuff and um, I mean it's like silly it's like silly silly comedy but I found it hilarious and I I, I, I did I watched the first episode I watched it a couple of weeks ago I went on to watch every single season. I finished it. All five? All five seasons, yeah, yeah. I watched it all. I'll be honest with you, I was surprised it was five. I, I, I know I'd seen adverts for it floating on billboards and as well on television as well, because yeah. it's a Channel 4. Um, is it Channel 4 or E4? Um, Channel 4. Maybe started on E4, but yeah, it's yeah, Channel I think, 4. I think it's moved to Channel 4 now, and obviously you can catch up on the All, far, all 4 on-demand service. It's still going as well, It's still because it's, yeah. like, it's a popular show. Yeah, I just didn't realise it had gotten five five seasons out of yeah. the series. And Sorry. That's, more, that's more than in between us, right? Yeah, Amazon was two, two or three. Yeah, yeah. I think it was two and a, and a film. Was it three, three and films. a film? Three and two films. In between is two. Two. Yes, of course it was. Yeah. yeah. So three, three series, two films. Yeah. There's so much genius in this. Yeah. I mean, even the New Scientist magazine. <laughs> yeah. This thing. There's a there's a little gag where the dad has been told to get rid of all this old tat from the garage, which is an old boxes of old copies of New Scientist. He's so a bit of a hoarder. He's a hoarder. So he's. By the way, also worth pointing out this moment because it took me a few minutes to notice he's deaf, what? like very good, yeah, like not completely, but he has a hearing aid in, and clearly it doesn't work very well. And if you yep. talk to him on the wrong side, he doesn't hear you. Yeah, yeah. That that is genius. That, like, and, and in every episode, there's something to do with that. And like, it's not even the mishearing, but it's the not hearing. Yeah. So. The boys and mum will be talking about something, and and then as mum finishes a sentence, he'll turn around and go, "Jackie, tell them about so and so." And it's yeah. the, literally the thing, and it's that's a skill in itself to be able to obviously be able to hear, yeah, whilst ignoring it completely, and then just turning and dropping the line in at the exact right moment. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a credit to him as an actor. Yeah, no, he's, he's great, and I can't, I couldn't remember from from anything else, but I'm sure he's been in, in a whole ton of stuff. Um, but the, the kind of legacy of this show is. Like I start once I started watching it and watching all the other series, I realised, oh, this is what people have been quoting. Oh, okay, I get it now. And I just thought people were making up things or having their own little secret thing, but it's it's from Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. Um. So now I feel like I've caught up a little bit. Um. Yeah. Just overall, this this uh, pilot I think is great. I mean, it is kind of base comedy. It's kind of sort of. People would call it low comedy. Yeah. It's not very subtle. It's like in your face. Um, it's also, I mean, it's it's smart in places. <coughs> like it's clever to make something this funny out of something very simple. Yeah. So the the very nature of having a, a family dinner on a Friday night. Yeah. Great concept. And, and, and just it's simple. so very relatable. Mm-hmm. 
which is key to an audience. If you want an audience to get it, you need to give them something that's tangible they can kind of understand. And the, the, the simple nature of the interruptions. Yeah, yeah. Now I expect. So now things I have, I do have slightly higher expectations for how they take it on from here in episode two, three, Brilliant. four, and five, mm-hmm. um, because okay, sofa bed, so of a sofa bed, and then there's the underlying sort of you know hoarding story that's going yeah. on with the new scientist magazines and, and, and the dad, brothers tr- dad trying, trying to get the boys in on it to help him out to stash them in their yeah. places for a bit. There's a lot of storylines about the dad like trying to trying to kind of <clears> keep <throat> something from the mum because the mum is quite. Uh, naggy to say the least and uh, he's always trying to rope the boys in and then it's just the the, the, the brothers trying to outdo each other trying to always get each other into trouble mm. and they're like they're grown they're grown lads but they're always trying to mess with each other like and there's some episodes in the future where like each of them have like a new girlfriend and the yeah. other one just really tries to ruin it um, and you just think that's really mean but really funny yeah and it's exactly what brothers <laughs> yeah or just siblings in general would you know try and do is sort of there is an element of outdoing each other at yeah. times. A lot of it. So, and if you think Mark keeps creeping this episode, he <laughs> he gets steadily creepier as as like the show goes he on. Ups the heap. Yeah. Oh my god, he gets creepier. Just and just the things we find out about him and oh god, um, he he's just an excellent character actor really for that is. particular sort of thing with that creepy kind of oddball weirdo. He is great. Um, we actually tried to get him for the for multiplex. My the thing that I shot really? uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah, he was uh, he was in the mix, but we didn't get him in the end. But fair enough. Yeah, these things happen. But mm-hmm. future projects. Oh, defo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just what what a guy. Yeah. Well, it was before I saw. Uh, Friday, I would have tried a little bit harder if I'd uh, seen Friday. Seen Friday, night Friday night dinner, night yeah. All right, let's run it for the commandments then, very quickly. Yep. So, if you've uh, dropped into the pilot podcast for the first time this week, thank you very much. Um, we will give it a score yep. out of ten each, and then they'll give it a score out of twenty at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, but we kind of use ten commandments of television that we've kind of put together over the course of the last eighty yeah. podcasts. And this will be in the show notes as well for this particular episode. Have a look at the show notes. Yeah, and you'll see this. So you'll be able to see all the scores for every show we've done, all 160 shows we've watched so far, yeah. plus the Ten Commandments yeah. as well. So you'll be able to look at all of this in the description on the website or iTunes. Yep. Um, so do you want to watch episode two? Yes. This is rule number one. Yeah, I do. It's me too. Um, does it have a memorable theme tune? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Uh, yeah, honestly, it's, it's catchy. It's simple. It's catchy. Yeah. Once you've watched maybe a couple of episodes, I think it'll be sort of one of those tunes you'll hum along to. Yeah. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? No Not maybe journey. I don't think I. I don't think anything really in this. I, this almost does the exact opposite and drops you into something that's quite regular. Yeah, there's no journey because they were static. Um, mm. Maybe the journey is like personal, personal journeys. Yeah, maybe I think that's that's one thing. It doesn't quite tick. It's, it doesn't it doesn't give the audience a sort of vehicle to jump on board on. You're not joining a character or a new journey as mm. such in the start yeah. in pilot. What you know in the pilot itself. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Mm. Would you pause for a pee? I don't think you need to. I don't to. think you have to. You kind of know what's going on. You can have. You, a... you could miss a moment of it. You wouldn't miss an awful amount of the story. Yeah. You just might miss a gag or two. Yeah, if you walked away for five minutes, came back, you'd pretty much know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Mark Cape. No, no, I really, really like Mark. Yeah, I, want to I see mean, more of him. just it just weirds me. Out. It just he makes yeah. me laugh straight away. I guess I'll say that Mark Heap's my guy. Mark Heap is your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Jim, Jim the neighbor's my guy. Uh, would you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely, I would. Yeah. Uh, is there a mic drop? 
Not really. Not, no, not in this episode. There's a there's a sofa drop, I'll tell you that. There is a sofa drop. <laughs> but there's no real sort of shock moment and it was like, no. you know, handbrake turn. No. Not really. Uh, does it defy expectations? Massively. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Very much so. I don't think I'd have even given this a, I wouldn't know, either. a look if I hadn't been sort of pushed to, as it were. Yeah. Uh, has it aged well? Yes, this came out in 2011. Yeah, and I also think the comedy in it is timeless. Yeah, it is. It is very basic Mm-hmm. family dinner. Yeah. So it kind of works whenever you watch, you could probably watch this in another 10 years and it's still, still stand funny, up. funny, yeah. And uh, is, is, the, is the hype real? Well, I don't think there was that much hype around this. All but, right, you, I, I feel like there was, like it's one of the few, oh, yeah? sh- it's one of the few shows I've, I consciously remember having seen adverts and billboards for it. Because of the in-betweeners. They kind of promoted it quite big. They gave it quite a big push in a sort of PR commercial sense. So for me, there was, they were trying to hype it. And actually, I think they've justified it because it's it's very, very good. Because Simon Bird did this literally the same year as he finished uh, in-betweeners. And he was doing the in-betweeners films while he was doing this. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, impressed. I am very impressed. Yep. I'm very pleased about this. So I'm glad that it's on all four as well, which means I get to watch, yeah. binge, binge watch a few episodes yeah, when I get a yeah, chance. Yeah. Uh, but that's one show done for this week. So the other show we're going to do is my choice. And that was in response to your choice Boo. of Friday night dinner. This is excellent. <laughs> and in my opinion, has the best Oasis song as its theme tune. It's Royal Family. I would like to leave this city This old town don't smell too pretty And I can feel the warning signs Running around my mind Such a good song. Yeah, it's good. I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Oasis. No. I used to be, I'll be I'll be absolutely honest with you. I've never been a huge fan, and I've always been quite partial to only certain tracks. This yeah. is just one of them that I think... Yeah. Is genuinely one of the best bits of songwriting they've ever done. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And I think the sets the, the tone, doesn't it? Yeah, well, the slightly kind of dreary sort of sound to it and feel, the sort of almost helpless kind of feel to the strings, mm. like you know, running around my mind. It's quite monotonous in yeah. that sense. Um, works perfectly. Yeah. With creating this atmosphere for the royal family and, and the fact that he says he, like in, in the song that he wants to leave this city well he did he moved to London well, as yeah. soon as he got famous <laughs> yeah, yeah, <didn't> just, yeah. <laughs> got a bit of money moved to London um, so for those who aren't aware of who the royal family are they are a family who live in Manchester mm-hmm. and they're a sort of very much working class family uh, mum dad um, daughter and son son's 15 daughter is she's got to be early 20s maybe I reckon she's in her 30s, at Really? Least. Yeah. There's quite an age difference, maybe she's Maybe she's meant to be in her 20s. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... she I, doesn't. Look. No. I, well, this is this is the thing that I think they've done so very well. They've managed to recreate uh, a time Yeah. with this... It just, even with just the living room. Like, just this pilot episode, which only, I think, goes in two rooms in the entire house. The kitchen and the, and the front room. Yeah. yeah. There's only a short moment of this in the kitchen... And almost all of the episode is is completely shot in the living room, mm-hmm. um, and it's the the sort of frilly edged sofa and the beige 
sort of yellowy faded look to the wallpaper yeah. and the, everything's the, very it's, it's you're right faded it's yeah it's very faded it's very late 80s early 90s decor mm-hmm. and, and in a working class family house you know it's not the ritz you yeah. know it's not a dump but it's not it's hardly you know a palace yeah um and the cast, in my opinion, for this is most excellent. One of my one of my favorite, I think, is massively underrated. Ricky Tomlinson, yeah, he's, he's so yeah, good. Yeah. I, yeah, I, he plays this part unbelievably well. I mean, he is that character, isn't he? Yeah, I don't even think he's acting. Yeah, <laughs> I think I genuinely think that Ricky probably has days like this, yeah, yeah. and he just gets in a mood to go on set for it because it's excellent. Um, it's it's just about everyday life. Mm. I, I think that's why. In a way, this is so similar to Friday Night Dinner because, yeah. okay, whilst this is very much staged comedy in that sense and, you know, it's about a particular moment in the week each night where they all gather, this is the family home. Yeah. Um, Denise, the daughter, is is going to get married. She's engaged to... Uh, uh, I can't think of his name is now. Is it Jim as well? No. No, he's not a Jim, is he? Because Ricky Tomlinson's character is Jim. Yeah. Uh, his name's Craig... In real life. Yeah, and I can't think of the life of me now. But you guys know what we were hearing. Yeah, so he's um, he appears sort of halfway through the episode. But the whole thing is just it's just a relationship between mum, dad, daughter and son. Yeah. And the open door nature of the, the community, which which you don't have nowadays in yeah. 2018. You know, in the, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, next door could literally just pop round and the front door would be open. Yeah. You know, you, you just sort of knock and let yourself in and go, hiya. Mm-hmm. Which is what happens, and actually, it's really funny because that actually happens not long into the episode after Ricky sat there on the show, on his on his chair. Yeah, it seems like it's his chair for sure. Doesn't ever move. Never moves. He's moaning about an itemized phone bill, <laughs> so he's he's moaning about a phone call for the month racking up on one number to be like a couple of quid. Yeah, he goes, "That's she lives next door. <laughs> if you talk loud enough, she'll be able to hear you." So I wouldn't mind, but you go round there, talk to her, then come back in here and phone her up and tell her more stuff. You could just stay there. And and that actually is, is a running gag. And the, the phone bill thing, you don't realise until the very end, mm-hmm. comes full circle. Oh, so I can't remember, yeah. So, so it's about the Adam, Adam Adam, Aberdeen. Aberdeen, that's yeah, one. Yeah, so, so he's he's basically going through the itemised bill. And, he, and like a lot of people would have been in the late 80s, early 90s, they would have been very much sort of conscious of like the bills not being too expensive because yeah. the times are hard, you know. I'm sure that's when itemised bills first came out. BC was just like, yeah, you can get itemised bills now. Yeah, we'll charge you exactly, an extra 50 beers. Well, exactly yeah. who's called and what time yeah. and how long the call was for. So Riggy's always talking about like, you know, um, I can't remember, the, uh, Ralph Little's character. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes from the kitchen. He comes in, goes to the kitchen, makes himself, I think, a drink and comes and sits down in, in the front room. And Ricky says to him, he goes, um, do you need the light on? And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, we, we, unless, do you need the kitchen light on for that, f- to see your thing? So, cause, so if you're not in the kitchen, turn the light off. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, it's a constant sort of moan yeah. about, can we not like, you know... I feel like that's people of a certain age. They just, they, they just find yeah. stuff going. You're just thinking, that light's going to cost you the hour that's going to be on one pence. Like, yeah. And you're having, you're ruining my life for one pence. <laughs> yeah, you're, whinging, you're whinging about it for nothing. Someone never whinges at me. I'm, I'm always just like, there are people in, on this earth that have no arms and legs. They have a, yeah, they have a roof. And you're moaning about me putting, leaving a crisp packet over there. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
all in all in sort of context but so he's always kind of nitpicking at you know bits and pieces and obviously there's a wedding coming on with Denise getting married so yeah. he's sort of always asking you know you know is he is he paying for some of this as well <laughs> you know what I mean you know, you're not pulling out the wedding this late in the in the sort of proceedings. It's costing us enough money as it is. No, that that, that was due to um, that's due to uh, Craig, whatever his name is, saying um, you, you, in order to tell what your bride's going to look like when she's older, like have a look at her mum. And then Ricky Thomas is right. just like, you don't want to pull out your wedding at this late stage. Yeah, and there's <laughs> lots of comments like that. There's lots of really quick just retorts just yeah. to comment, like side comments. Um, that are really genuinely chuckle along with funny. funny. Yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, and I'm sorry I didn't mention it, but Friday night dinner genuinely made me laugh out loud yeah. on my own yeah. four or five times. <laughs> there was just genuine moments of just absolute hilarity. Whereas this didn't make me laugh out loud. Uh-huh. This genuinely made me smile yeah. from start to finish mm-hmm. with lots of little gentle quips yeah. uh, and so on and so forth. So, uh, Mary, I think her name is, comes next door. She comes in, sits down, you know, see, and she sees herself out the back door. And then, then one of their mates turns up, and I think isn't that Gonzo from uh, Mr. and Mrs. Bouquet um, from um, Keeping Up Appearances? Keeping yeah, Up Appearances. Yeah, yeah. It's Gonzo from yeah, yeah. So he comes in. He's like one of the family friends, and he's got yeah. some. He's got hold of some denim and some yeah, jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing them for a tenner and things like this. And it, all these things are very, very. Um, tangible like the Friday yeah. night dinner aspect you know that it's all very real people can everyone relate, knows someone who can get you things relate yeah. to things yeah. like this and and that's that's only mentioned like wash and go yeah, yeah. and I hadn't heard that name for a long time I mean talking about dating a program <laughs> you know but but in a nice way yeah. in, a, in a fond nostalgic sort of sense it's really and he's like yeah I've got lots of wash and go it's, uh, it's like, like off the adverts um, yeah the one on the advert yeah, yeah it's got Eric writing 50p each yeah, and she uh, goes, I'll, I'll, I'll get two quid's worth. Yeah, yeah. She goes, as my best looking customer, I'll throw in a pack of something or others with it. Tampons, it was. Yeah, it was it. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> Jessica Hines, that. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a wonderful combination of characters. Simple four-person family, just like Friday Night Dinner. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the input from external sources, very much like Friday Night Dinner with yeah, yeah. Mark Keep's character and Sofa Bedman. The, the, the big difference, I think, um, betwe- um, between Friday Night Dinner and Royal Family is, if you notice, in Friday Night Dinner, they're facing each other. In yeah. this one, they're facing the television. The television is the thing that, that, that is the, the centre. Yeah. It's the centre. Whereas the food is the centre um, of everything in, in Friday Night Dinner. Um, it's very true. Which I think it's really, really interesting. And uh, I mean, out of those two options, I'd pick sit in front of the TV any day. I'd prefer to eat in front of a TV because at least you're doing two things at once. Yeah, and you can still have a conversation with someone, which they all are. I mean, the yeah. whole time they are all talking. And that, I think actually yeah. whilst... Whilst I'm, you're absolutely spot on right there, mm-hmm. like they are sat around the television rather than a table and looking at so each other. So it's not forced, is it? No, they, they are still actually. Ch- and I know that I know it's a television show, so by default they kind of have to talk to each other. Otherwise, it's a bit dull. Yeah. But actually, there are some moments where they just sit in silence for mm-hmm. a few seconds. And you just hear the television going off. Yeah. You can, you can hear home and away. <laughs> but you can see them just sitting there, like watching life go by. Yeah, because like, I love it. He walks in, like Craig walks in. He's like, "What are you watching?" Oh, home and away. And he just stands there for like thirty seconds, just just watching it. And then it, the scene continues. Yeah, and I mean, there's a That's bit, what would happen. Yeah, I mean, he's... Um, so Ricky's talking to his wife and the, across the sofas. And um, and and Denise is sat there with her fiancé on the sofa next to mum. He doesn't... I mean, fiancé doesn't say anything, like, for about 
seven or eight minutes. Mm. Like he genuinely just sits there yeah, yeah, yeah. and looks at the television, doesn't doesn't turn a head, doesn't acknowledge any other comment in the thing. Yeah. And I don't know if you I don't know if you are supposed to consciously notice things like that. I mean, obviously mm. we're watching it on a sort of slightly critical level. Mm-hmm. I always try to bear that in mind, but genius yeah because sometimes you just want to sit there and watch the telly and there could be a conversation going on across the room without you yeah fine it's funny because like when you're when you're right writing something um and you're writing characters if your character isn't saying anything you literally you're, you're told to just don't have them in the script then just t- don't have them in the room if they're not saying anything what's the point but in this there's characters that never say anything like mm. ralph little barely says anything he yeah. just just sits there goes to get tea comes back um and yeah, it's really naturalistic like that. So you, f- you, it's really warm. It's a really warm TV show. Yeah. Even though they're bickering with each other and like it's out of love and um, yeah, it's just a real warmth to, to to the royal family that you don't get in a lot of like comedies, especially ones that are kind of um, I don't know, snipey like this. Yeah, and I think as well, like I mean, not 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 a criticism of Friday Night Dinner, but um, for example, Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Which we've watched, we've rated quite highly as well on the yeah, show. It was, it was, it was ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a while ago now. But we we did actually find it really good. We enjoyed yeah. the first episode, mm-hmm. um, and they're like some of the most highly paid actors in the entire world now with that series. Yeah. Um, but there was, there, it feels like a lot of family based shows have had lots of jokes deliberately written for them. Mm-hmm. This had none. Like, yeah. there's no actual jokes in this. This is all just normal conversation. It's like they're the writers, the actors are the writers. Yeah, and I think like, because so, so mum is, is just about to start a new job in a bakery mm-hmm. and, and that's a kind of reoccurring comment yeah. that comes up throughout and, you know, Ricky's sort of always going... To career? Like, you know, Car- career? A career? <laughs> You're selling buns. And, you know, and, and there's this whole like, it's like she's excited for it. And, and it's obviously the daughter's got, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's great, mum. You know, you getting out and, and working again and whatnot. And and whether she sort of stopped working because the kids came along. I mean, Ralph's 15 now. Mm-hmm. And we find that out because he goes to buy cigarettes from the can shop. I get ten, can I get 10 for from, from myself? Yeah. yeah. No, you can't. When you're old enough to buy your own cigarettes, you can buy your own. Yeah. I was like, Hank, but you're sending him to the shop to buy them for you. I'm like, <laughs> different times, people, different times. But there's there's a lovely sort of I, I don't know it's it's hard to explain you have to kind of sit and watch it I say it's only twenty two twenty yeah. uh, just under half an hour so much happens just like like so, so much happens without anything actually happening yeah. like like Ricky Tomlinson buys a pair pair of jeans and he goes away tries on comes back and goes hello Long John Silver like, <laughs> like James Dean yeah, no, yeah. No, um, John Wayne or John Wayne John yeah. Wayne that's it it it's just simple simple humour. Yeah. And, and and relatable, you know, it's a relatable scenario. You've, yeah. We've all sat around on the sofas together, mm-hmm. just watching the telly, yeah. just talking but, about any old nonsense. And this is the thing, it is just talking. And, and like usually with a TV show, they're the, the talking and every bit of dialogue is specifically picked out because it'll go somewhere, it'll push the narrative along. In this... They're just talking about anything. It doesn't yeah. have to go anywhere. Because like they go, oh yeah, Craig's going to go down to disco uh, and it's going to DJ and uh, the girl there that it, like you fancy that girl and he's like no, and it just kind of ends and you just think okay, that's there was no need never for that. Come back, yeah, there's no need for that dialogue. But that I think that's going back to what you said. It's the warmth. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. warmth of the show that you don't get with a lot of other family shows. Shows about families, you know, rather than sort of something that's relevant for. I I just know it's 
I'd never sat and watched it mm-hmm. this attentively before. No, nor have I. But I think it's genius. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go home and and watch a couple more episodes. Just yeah. To get- because just to get more uh, into yeah, it. Yes, my only concern actually at this point is having only watched the pilot episode. And I know I've seen bits and pieces from different episodes in the past as well, but yeah, I wonder how long that can be maintained for before it becomes very boring. I think because of the characters and the character actors and and the writing, I think it, I think people love it. It's it's up there with like Mr. Bean in people's minds, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, only Fools and Horses, and the Christmas episode, which maybe we should do the Royal Family Christmas episode at Christmas. Um, that's a very good shout. Because everyone says that's one of the best of all time. Yeah. And it is I, 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 mean, I guess when we got Denise getting married, you do have, you know, a, a sort of a seed being planted. So for the next few weeks, we're probably going to be yeah. following the family as it gets closer to the big day. And then maybe there will be an episode which is all about Denise's big day. So it's yeah. all the trials and tribulations of, you know, the family getting... Yeah, one yeah. of one of them family getting married, and do uh, I remember right that eventually Ralph Little he gets a girlfriend, and that's Sheridan Smith. Oh, oh, well, Sheridan Smith's in it, isn't she? That rings a bell, but I don't know if because like I can't. I need, I need to watch it again because like Sheridan Smith is amazing. Yeah, every, yeah. anything and everything she's in yep. is is incredible. So yeah, yep, yep. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I think so. I'm, I'm writing something I, at the I, moment. I, I really I, want to. I it. feel like. That's right, but willing to be corrected on it. Yeah, she's the best. It's it is such a simple idea, but so very very brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do, do <laughs> commandments? Do I want to watch episode two? Damn right, I do. Yes. Um, you know, it's just. Let's I, run through all of them. You, I think you'll be will be surprised if, if we yeah, maybe, them. maybe. I just it's so simple. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't get over how. Simple and clever it is at the same time. So to, to, to reiterate the, the the joke, the Aberdeen phone bill game, yeah, to yeah, re- yeah, bring yeah. that full circle, right at the end of the episode, they, they kind of get up and leave one at a time to yeah. leave Ricky in the living room on his own. Right. So Ralph goes out to his mates um, after getting the cigarettes for the family. He comes Mine back. must have cut off early or something. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, so, so Ralph goes and gets the smokes, yeah. comes back with the end of port scratchings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Distribute, distributes them around the room. Yeah. And then... Takes the phone call from Nan, yeah, and then puts the phone back because he's basically a skivvy because he's the fifteen-year-old kid. Yeah, he's the one that has to turn the lights off, go to the shop to get the smokes, answer the phone, answer the front door, all that sort of stuff. And he does as he's told because he's a child and yeah, yeah. mum and he loves and respects his mum and dad. He puts the phone back after the call from Nan, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Do you know what? I'm going to my mate Darren's, whatever it is." So and he goes, he grabs a coat and leaves. Exit. Done. He's done for the episode. Mm-hmm. Then. Um, Denise and fiance, can't remember his name, sorry. Um, they go to his, or do, uh, because he's discoing, because he's DJing, yeah. yeah. So, so they go out, he goes to work, and then it's just mum and dad sat there. And mum's like, right, I'm going to... And she, having just put on some makeup, by the way, she just sat on the sofa make, putting makeup all over her face. She goes, I'm going to have a bath, I think. Is immersion heater on? And then Ricky makes another comment about the bills. He goes, well, everything else is on in this house, isn't it? You know what I mean? All the lights are on, the heater's on, the television's on. Yeah, of course it's on. Um, so she goes on, she goes, do you want to jump in after me? Which is then like the sort of nice yeah. kind of kind of throwback to it and go, you know, they're trying to save money. Yeah, Don't yeah. want to run two baths. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, they're going, you're all right. He's like, oh, I can go down the day without a bath. It's fine. <laughs> um, and so she trots off to the bathroom to run a bath and exit, you know, the scene. And 
And then all of a sudden you've got Ricky just on his own and he finishes the pork scratchings. The TV's still on. Yeah. He gets up, checks his new jeans out because he's got some new jeans on. And then he goes, looks in the mirror and gives it the, pulls the guns out the holsters as it yeah, were. Yeah. And that's it. End of, end of the episode. But as, as um, Denise is leaving, sorry. She I was going to say, what's the other <clears> thing? Sorry, yeah. So, so <laughs> as Denise is leaving, um, she makes a comment about... Um, got to speak to someone uh, her mate in Aberdeen and it, obviously he's forgotten about the but Aberdeen that was a joke right yeah 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 it was a joke so yeah. so Ricky's obviously forgotten long about the art yeah, yeah. bill at this point and she brings it back up and sort of goes ah I gotcha <laughs> and it's nice because it's sort of like quite endearing yeah um, but they're all sort of aware that the joke is there I mean yeah. who knows where this Aberdeen call even oh, comes so I from. thought you were going to tell me where, where no. the Aberdeen thing was no because she makes out that right, she's got a friend yeah, yeah. but it's, there is no answer to it yeah, and, that, yeah, yeah. and it's those little unanswered bits like that passing comment about the party yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't really mean anything there's no there isn't any purpose to some of it maybe at the end of the season we'll find out I'm sure yeah perhaps I'll there is back. someone that actually sort of crops up in Aberdeen and, yeah, yeah. and what not it is, it's there feels like this is so much more clever than yeah. It was on the surface. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how well it was originally received when it first aired. I but think it was a smash hit straight away. Yeah, because it was so different. Like yeah. it, There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah. So, all right. So, sorry, commandment time. Yep. Do you want to watch episode two? Yep. Yes. Does it have a memorable theme tune? Yes. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Maybe the mum's new job. Yeah, that, and, and, also, and it's a stretch. Yeah, the wedding. That's going to be a new journey. Yeah, I perhaps... Guess. Yeah, it's 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 a half mark at best, I think, for that. And then the Nate Jessica Hines's like weight loss, that's kind of like a journey. Yeah. Um, so maybe. I mean, there's a few mark. there's a few half journeys that we can yeah. jump on board with. Um, do, 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 would you pause for a pee? No. No, I wouldn't. No, you can get the gist because it's yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, that's the beauty of it, really. Yeah, but exactly, precisely. Do you feel emotionally connected with one or more of the characters? Definitely empathise with Ralph Little. Yeah, I do. Just yeah, yeah. I also, I also kind of, I kind of feel for Jim for for yeah, yeah for Ricky's character. I just think he's, he's, an clearly, old he's, a, he's a hard done by man. Who's you know he's, he's he's had a hard life. But he's got a good life. He's got a whole family around yeah. him, so he's he's not doing too bad. He's not doing bad, but um, yeah. There's, there's a part of him that itself. I think he gets a lot of grief for being a grump, and that sort of makes him worse. Yeah, yeah, it just makes him do. So I kind of have a bit of a bit of an affinity to to Ricky, to Ricky's character Jim. Yeah, would you recommend it? Absolutely. Yeah, I, would. I mean, everyone has, and everyone does. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, is there a mic drop? No, nope. I'm not in this type of show. It's just no, it's just too ordinary yeah. to have a mic drop. For Unless there was just like that, he phoned at the end the call to Aberdeen, and it was aliens. <laughs> that would have been from the UFO. That's the alternative Jed version yeah, yeah. ending. <laughs> uh, does it defy expectations? Not really. We we, we know it's going to be good. We yeah. know what we're going to get and we get it. I don't think there's an expectation for this no, show, to be yeah. honest with you. Has it aged well? Yeah, I, th- I think it has. Mm. I'm, I still found it funny. It's very of its time still. Yeah. But that's in, in a good way. It hasn't, it hasn't aged badly. Yeah. It's just very... Of its time. It's a snapshot of like the late 90s or whatever this came out. Yeah, it's very much of its time and its place, I guess. Um, And is the hype real? I don't even know if it had any hype. Well, the hype around it now is that it's one of the greatest British TV shows like we've ever had. 
that's it's always in, in those yeah. lists. And like watching it now, I was like, yeah, I can see why. Yeah, you can see why everyone talks yeah. so fondly of it and keeps putting it in the yeah. list. So, all right, time to score then. So okay. we'll do your show first. Friday night dinner. Ooh, Friday night dinner. Um, as I've seen the whole series now, mm-hmm. I know what route it's going to take. So the first episode does give you all the ingredients you need to to go go and enjoy the rest of the show. I'm going to give it... I liked it a lot. It's not the best episode. I'm going to give it 7.5. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Unlike you, I haven't seen Beyond This mm-hmm. yet. Yep. Um, but I have to go with my gut instinct on this, how much I enjoyed it, how much I didn't think I was going to, but did. <laughs> yeah. It's an eight. Perfect. Great. Yep. Um, so that is 15.5. Yep. Yep. So let me uh, pop that right there alongside the tally. And for Royal Family... Mm-hmm. Where's that sitting I, next to? I, I genuinely think it might be one of the best shows ever made. You just gave it... You mean in general, not the first episode? Well, from the first episode. Okay. So I'm going to go really big and bold about this. I'm going to say this is a nine. Okay. I it mean, shouldn't. It shouldn't be that good. The, the, I think my point is, and I, I, I hope I've explained that in somewhat in the last twenty minutes. So yeah, it shouldn't be as good as it is mm-hmm. because it has nothing to it. Yeah, but it is absolutely brilliant. It's a nine for me. I want to give it a better score than Friday Night Dinner. Okay, because I think it it is overall a better show. It it actually took me a long time to like this show, by the way, because everyone right. was banging on about it. I'm going to give it eight. 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 Because um, I know it gets better. And this episode, it was it was good. It was very, very good. But I know it can get better. It can so, get better. Yeah. All right. That's fine by me. I think it's a high score. Hey, hey listen, it's the first win for me for a bloody long time. So yeah. I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that every day of the week. <laughs> um, it keeps also correcting the spelling of royal family as well. <laughs> Really flipping annoying, but there we are. Uh, so in 17, with 17 points, it goes into a very big group of uh, shows, but I think you'll agree this up there with the good ones. Yep. Daredevil, Sherlock, Orange is the New Black, The Young Ones, ironic, um, The Simpsons, <laughs> Blind Spot, Luther, Twilight Zone, The Prisoner, Hill Street Blues, Fraggle Rock, Animaniacs. Wow. Yes, we watched the pilot episode of Fraggle Rock. Brilliant. It's Don't brilliant. judge us. <laughs> uh, people Just Do Nothing, Taskmaster, Flash Forward, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which was only a few weeks back now. Yeah. Um, and now Royal Family, which is very, very tasty mm. indeed as a score. What did, I, what did we say for? What did we say for Friday night? Fifteen point five. Fifteen point five, and that goes in the league table. Well, that's a weirdo section. Oh, is it? What's it weird? Yeah, well, it's it's a weird group of shows. Let's put it that way. Okay. Mad Men, Star Trek, Porridge, Glow, Green Wing, <laughs> South Park, The Americans, Rainbow, and Krypton. <laughs> That is a real weirdo. I mean, that is the weirdo sage, isn't it? If you get 15.5, you know you're in with the weirdos. (laughs) Okay, so next week. What do you fancy doing next week? Can I go first? Yeah, you go first. I've got some ideas. Okay, I would like to do something brand new. Okay. Something I'm not entirely sure... I should have been on a watch, but, you know... Have you seen it? Yeah, of course I have. I've seen the whole first series. Right. Um, Is this... Sex in the Sea. No, it's not right. Sex in the Sea. I'm saving that for episode Good, 100. Okay. We know this. Jeez Come on. Louise. Don't be shocked when Looks I like say... we're doing 99 episodes then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to do... 
I, I know what you should compare it to. This is the issue. Yeah, but like, no, you pick what you want. I pick what I want. No, 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 because now I want I want you to compare. We should definitely compare it against the other thing. Well, I don't know. I've got some ideas this week as well. Depends. Like, let me have a quick look at the league. There's the uh, suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Let me have a quick spy in case I go with something else. I think I think I've got I think I've got my idea. If you want to go first, mate, that's fine. I, yeah. Part of me wants to do Mayans. Mayans. Yeah, which is the spin-off to Sons, Sons of, Anarchy. of Anarchy. Written and produced by Kurt Sutter. Would that be fair on Mayans if we, if we, if we had it against Sons of Anarchy? Because well, Sons of Anarchy is probably one of the ha- best TV shows ever. Yeah, I know. I've watched the entire thing and I nearly cried at the end. Yeah. And, comparing, like, and Mayans is never in a million years going to compete. Is that too hard? I know, I know. Shouldn't do do Mayans against another spin-off? Okay. Oh, okay. Do you want to do that then? You think you've got another spin-off in mind, or not? Not really. Let, okay. Let, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna park Mayans on the on the bench then yep. for a minute. Oh, I'm gonna pop it on the list. Okay. Uh, I do want to do it at some point. I've just finished the first series. Okay. Um, and it's and it's excellent. Right. Um, so in that case, then I keep getting told to watch um a few sort of drama, crimey things. So I'm gonna say, let's watch. The Killing. Ooh. There you go. There's my, there's, I'm throwing it down right there. Okay. The Very Killing. Good. And is this the American version or is it the original oh Norwegian God. Norwegian or Scandinavian version? Uh, do, we, do you really think we can make something out of the original version? We shouldn't compare them. The original... So we won't do, we won't do the original against the American version. We'll no, do, let's not do that. Do you want to do the original? Do you reckon... We should do the original Nor- um, okay, so, Scandinavian so, one. So here's the thing. We shall try and do the Scandinavian original. Yep. Unless we can't find one where we actually understand it. I assume it's in Scandinavian. You, you can find it. I think it's on Netflix, Scandinavian version. But is it subtitled? Yep. Fine. Oh, you can, I think you might be able to get a dubbed version as well. well as, long as, it's, as long as we can actually watch it and understand what's going on. Yeah. Because it doesn't make a lot of sense if we were just watch it in Scandinavian. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was popular and um, you'll recognise a lot of the people in it as well. So... We'll do the original of The Killing. Yep. I don't even know when that was out. A while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, done. And what do you want to do it against then? I, do you know what? Because there's a show that everyone's been telling me to watch. And I've just been like, just the title puts me off it. So stop <laughs> telling me to watch it. But do you know what? It's, I've just, just flicked up on my list. Go on. Ozark. Oh, okay, yes. Have you seen it? No, but but I've also had the same thing. People have said to me, have you not watched Ozark yet? Yeah. No, I haven't. Everyone's like, oh, Ozark season two is going to be amazing. I'm just like, I haven't seen season one. And they're like, like I've told them like I've eaten their dog. (laughs) You haven't seen Ozark? All right. The Killing, original. Yeah. Against Ozark. Yeah. And I think, it's it's a similar vibe, I think. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Let's go away and watch him. Come (laughs) back. Collaborate and listen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see what scores we give them. They might we'll be back and... with a brand new mention. Something like that. Yeah. We'll be back with a brand new podcast next yeah. week. Take 81 nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us and suggest any shows that you're watching, new ones, old ones, foreign ones, British ones, whatever, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Will we ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn out the lights. I shouldn't have started him on this. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd, J E D S H E P H E R D. It weirds me out every time I do that because that's actually my text alert when you text me. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, don't believe me. You can text me right now and find out. Uh, I'm on Twitter <laughs> at The Jellyman. That's T H E E Jellyman. Yeah. 
did the hand thing and everything there. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Turned into some sort of nineties rapper. Uh, so let us know on Twitter uh, if you if you agree or disagree with what we said, and yeah. your suggestions are very very welcome. We've got through as many of the listener ones as we can possibly, and just to reiterate, the whole list of 160 pilot episodes in the league table yep. is in the description below the podcast. If yep, you're on right iTunes, now. scroll down. If you're on postpoppodcast.com, yep. scroll, it's, down. scroll down as well. Yeah. It's on there. And you should be looking at this while you're watching it, so you can see. If you, you can see, bloody hell, they gave this TV show this score. Um, you can go back and listen to that episode and and uh, see if you agree with us or not. And the commandments will be there as well. So if you want to watch a show and give us your thoughts before we even watch it, more than welcome. Yeah. Cool. And that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs>